0: You're listening to StidiaCast, a podcast created because a few dedicated Stidia shippers decided that canon just isn't enough. In order to quench our extreme thirst, we review and discuss the hidden gems of Stidia fanfiction. We hope to introduce the fandom to new material while supporting talented authors. This is StidiaCast. This week we are talking about It's a Kind of Magic by Miss Goli 75 my name is Rachel. I am Rongasm on Tumblr, and in the spirit of the Hogwarts AU, I am a Ravenclaw.
1: I'm Anya. I'm uh, Styles Still Likes Lydia on Tumblr, which is Styles and then T I L I K E S Lydia.
2: Hi there, my name is Rosemary.
1: I am Row Your Boat
2: on Tumblr, and I am also a Ravenclaw. My <laughs> name
3: is Rachel. On Tumblr, I am Clary Failchild, and as the lone Hufflepuff, may I just say, I find this very surprising.
0: Did you like have different houses lined up for us, Rachel?
3: No, I was just really surprised that there's three Ravenclaws. I was kind of wondering if there was gonna be like a four for four, but it, not at all, apparently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about the character houses so that people who maybe don't remember or haven't read it came on you? Yeah.
3: Um, Okay, so in this fic, Scott is a Gryffindor, and he is a Muggle-born. Stiles, at 11 years old, aggressively argued with the hat to place him in Gryffindor as well, uh, which is adorable and very, very true to his character. Um, He is a half-blood in the way that Harry Potter is a half-blood, with the same exact scenario. His father is a pureblood, and his mother is a Muggle-born. Lydia is a Slytherin, and interestingly enough, she is a Muggle-born. Allison is a Hufflepuff, um, and we don't know her blood status because it's never explicitly mentioned. However, we can kind of guess that she's a pureblood or a halfblood. It, I feel like it would have been more specifically mentioned if she was a Muggle-born. Isaac is not mentioned what his house is, not even who he's hanging out with, other than he knows Scott, which, you know, Scott is pretty much everywhere so that doesn't really give us any clues. Kira and Liam are Gryffindors and Boyd is a Hufflepuff and Erica is a Slytherin and it's implied I believe that Cora and Malia are also Slytherins. I know Malia is but I yeah, can't remember if Cora so. is explicitly stated. So that's the overview for everybody. There's actually a lot of talk about sorting in this fic as well. So if just hearing that, you may have had some disagreements with what the author thought, like with how Styles argued with the hat to be put in Gryffindor. There's kind of some backstory on some of the house sortings and what the characters think about being in their houses and whether or not they agree with where they were
0: placed. Yeah, they make very in-character concessions um, to their houses. So what I would say is that even if you don't agree with the houses, this is definitely a fic that's worth reading, absolutely beautifully written. Mm -hmm. So get over your prejudices about the extremely important house sorting arguments that happen all over Tumblr and just read it. This is is a post-war fic from the seventh
3: book and you hear a lot about that with how houses are trying way more to have unity and friendship between them, like, there's, they're mentioned sitting at each other's tables or going over to each other's tables for meal times and for studying, so it's definitely not, oh, because Lydia is a Slytherin, Scott and Styles absolutely cannot hang out with her. Oh, and Jackson is also a Slytherin, I forgot to mention, because who likes Jackson?
0: The point here is that I think we should talk about favorite lines, um, because this fic has some really funny lines, and I thought we could go into mm-hmm. our favorite things that were said throughout the whole thing.
3: Can, we, can you tell that we miss when Teen Wolf was funny? Because we miss when Teen Wolf was funny. <laughs> we all miss when Teen Wolf was funny. Sorry,
0: <laughs> what was Teen Wolf ever funny? All right, so favorite lines, guys.
3: My favorite line is probably when McGonagall says, um, if there's one thing I've learned throughout my career at Hogwarts, it's that friendship is not inherently selfish. And you might think, oh, that's so sweet. But then two seconds later, Styles ruins it by thinking something along the lines of how he's never seen McGonagall look or, or like that or smile like that. And for once, she actually seems her age, which he assumes is a thousand. <laughs>
1: I love that part. That part is beautiful.
3: Because I remember, like, just thinking, that's really sweet. And again, post-war Hogwarts fic, so this is kind of amazing. And thanks, Stalinsky, you little piece of crap. <laughs> My favorite
2: line is from when... Styles is checking in about whether Allison and Scott have talked together again after he tells her what is going on. And this is really dumb, but I'm a James Bond freak. And when he's texting Lydia about it, and he's saying, <laughs> um, has AA attempted contact, report back ASAP. Ah! And Lydia goes, why are you texting me like you're on an MI6 mission? And I'm not going to lie, I started crying laughing just because I love all of the intersection of all of the Bonds and
1: the British. I love it, yeah. It makes me happy. <laughs> I really liked the um, whole like, okay. So everything, every time something happens between Styles and Lydia, um, like they hug or like Lydia talks to him, then um, Scott and Styles do this thing. And it's like, dude, I know, dude, I know, and I just, I loved that. It was like the, the cutest, most perfect Styles yes. friendship thing ever. And mm-hmm. like Stiles, uh, Scott would so be like supportive like that, and I just like. I really liked this fic because it wasn't only just about, like, Styles and Lydia getting together, but it had so much, like, Scott friendship between everyone, and Scott is the best, so I really appreciated that I, about this
0: fic. I yeah. wrote in my notes, this is the gayest I've ever seen Scott and Styles written in a Stydia fanfic, and I That's appreciate so it true. so deeply. Yeah. Another thing that I really appreciated along those lines were, like, the scenes in all of the dude, I know, scenes, Melissa, like, popped oh up gosh, and was like, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Did <laughs> did you just say Lydia Martin kissed Styles Solinski on the cheek? Can you just like go back? <laughs>
3: Can you tell me yeah, what's yeah, going she on? Just comes in and like repeat and then shut up. A shipper yes. on deck.
2: She is totally into it. Yes, Melissa is the best.
0: There's so many people in canon who ship Cydia, and so I love that this like this fic absolutely reflected that.
3: It's beautiful how much Scott and Styles' relationship gets development. Like, if you have any complaints about Scott getting like kind of left aside in some intense Stiles Lydia fix this doesn't happen this yeah. never happens yeah every, it's, every romantic interest for Scott is always contending with Styles. <laughs>
1: it's so true it's the
0: best thing I'm like they literally push their beds together and sleep cuddled in a bed and Styles is like this isn't weird at all this is normal we just do this <laughs>
1: there's this one part where he's like talking to Allison when she starts dating Scott again because they're like broken up at the beginning but they get back together and then says something like I am not giving up my marriage status and she's like what and then she remembers that they're married on Facebook and she's like okay you can have marriage status I'll take the profile pic and he was like okay fine and I just it was beautiful. One of them goes, don't do anything fun without
2: me, another one just goes never, and they just go their separate ways. Oh my gosh. It was just, I love
1: Styles so much. It was so perfect.
0: I love the line, it's neat to see Lydia put on more paint. I just think that's incredible, because I love the view of her makeup like that, but I also, more than that, love the fact that Styles views makeup like that, and understands it, and still really respects it. Like, he knows Mm -hmm. the fact that when she puts on makeup, she's Constructing herself into a person that she wants to be, and I really love the fact that instead of trying to change her ever, he just respects that about her, and he he watches her putting on her makeup in this one scene, and um, she kind of talks sadly about how like Jackson was a dick about the makeup, and I think it's just the way Styles perceives the way Lydia carries herself is something that we see a lot throughout this fic. Um, like it's it's similar to Canon in that he's the one who exposed the fact that she was smart. Um, he knew before everybody else did. And I think that this is one of the most important facts of their relationship in Canon and I loved to see the way it was carried over yeah. to this AU.
3: And like, most importantly, it's acknowledged that Lydia can do her makeup magically, but she likes it being more difficult and occasionally making mistakes and then having to fix it or finding that what she didn't have in mind still works. Like, it was a really interesting conversation. So
0: there's a (laughs) lot of really interesting friendship combinations in this fic. And I was wondering if you guys had any, like, favorite friendship scenes, because there's so, like we kind of were talking about before, the Mm -hmm. inner pack relationships, not just romantic also platonic um, are emphasized so much here, and it's one of the things that Teen Wolf as a show is missing right now. So I was wondering if you guys had picked out any favorite interactions from the fic.
2: I'd say that my favorite is probably towards the end when they're having not really a confrontation, but they're having a discussion with McGonagall and their parents about where do they go with everything they've been working on from here. And Allison's upstairs and listening. It's such it's such an Allison thing to do, and everybody expected, and everybody's so cool with it. And I loved it. I loved it. And Great. Styles is
0: like oh my god, she knows Morse code, and Lydia says, like, translates it, and he's like, you know it too, god damn it!
1: (laughs) You know he, like, went back and learned Morse code, like, that night, just so he could know Like, no, no, no,
3: it's not Morse code, it's QSL, and I don't really (laughs) like it all that much, I only know a few phrases. (laughs) Okay. Um... Yeah, I definitely really liked that scene, too, because it really showed the cohesion. They're all in this. Like, even though Allison, like, wasn't in the uh, the, the animal project that Lydia and Stiles had, she was, like, full on there. She was going to jump in as soon as she could. And uh, it was so, so cute. My favorite, like, friendship scene was a Skiles scene. Styles has just told Scott. That he and Lydia are planning on becoming anim- animaguses, animagi. Oh Anish- God, I don't know how you pronounce it. Oh my gosh. I think it's Anish- an animagi. I don't really know. An- I, an- I think animagi an- an- Amagi- an- Amagi- is probably correct. Animagi? But, I think an- Amagi- it- an- Amagi- but um, so they're they're gonna turn into animals so they can spend time with him the same way that James Potter and Remus, and uh, Sirius Black and Peter Pettigrew did for Ramus Lupin. And Scott says that's illegal. And then Styles scoffs at him, and he goes, "Okay, yeah, that's a useless argument with you." <laughs> and in my notes, I wrote, "This is the son of an aura, everybody."
0: <laughs> well, that's a problem that Styles has on the show too, and it gets him in trouble so many times. He's constantly like, "Authority," and it's yeah. it's worse it's, because he gets his dad in trouble.
3: Yes, and, he, and in this fic, he does get his, his dad in trouble, but McGonagall goes to bat for uh, Styles and Lydia, which is great, because she totally would, yeah. and um, it's just, it's a really, it's, it's a very, very, it's, it's the main plot of the fic, so yeah. if you spend a lot of time with this idea of them spending, t- with this idea of them spending time together, doing this for Scott. And that's always their motivation, even though they're growing closer to each other. So, yeah, it's illegal. But, oh, 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 and yeah, oh, Styles oh. would do it no matter whether or not it was legal. But it's for Scott. There's <laughs> yes.
0: that line that I think captures the entire thing, which is, um, it's in that same thing that we're talking about where McGonagall's talking to them. And it says, it's probably ridiculous that Styles settles on being in love with Lydia by her proclaiming her caring about Scott
1: yes i that thought was that was incredible yes, me too.
0: yes just the idea of them coming together because of scott and to support scott and help scott and the fact that like he had this crush on her and it was very superficial and he actually acknowledges that throughout the fic he's like all right so maybe what i was feeling before wasn't love but now i'm i'm really starting to like this girl and like the moment when he like settles on it he's like that's it i'm done i'm cooked i'm lydia martin's yeah. I just want to say <laughs> the part where they're telling Scott and Styles that they're dating and Scott goes, we could have had a bunk bed. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh.
2: When she says,
3: did you say Sheriff and Melissa? Because I thought no, you just said didn't. they. she did She just said they. I said they. She's sheriff. talking about Sheriff and Melissa, who's an orer, not a Sheriff,
1: but oops, He doesn't have a first name.
0: <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> notice that throughout the fic. How crazy is no. that?
1: Yeah. It kills me name that name he chip. doesn't have a first name. I like don't know how to write about him ever. Yeah. I'm like, what do I say? I'm just like, Papa. If we
3: want to talk about one more friendship scene, I've got when Allison and Scott and Styles and Lydia meet at Styles's house to kind of like, get Allison's real reaction to finding out that Scott is a werewolf. And in this fic, Allison's <sighs> mother is dead. She is mauled and killed by a werewolf in the same location that Scott is bitten by a werewolf at the beginning of the fic. And when Scott tells her, he kind of runs out on her when she starts crying because he doesn't know what to do because, oh, my poor son. He just doesn't know what to do. Um, And then Allison, you know, she starts getting emotional. um, And she's like, I know you're not a monster anymore. But, like, what's really upsetting her isn't that he was bitten by a werewolf, now is one, and that's how her mother died. It's, I was so close to losing you, and I didn't even know. And then she says um, you're still i know you're still the most amazing caring person i love that hasn't changed and just realizing her saying that she still loves scott even though we all knew it it was oh god i got so emotional and stiles and Lydia leave the two of them to have the two of them being scott and allison to have their moment and just i really really loved that scene
0: also isaac so... finding out was incredible he was like i know and i care about you and stiles is like yeah this would be pretty great but i still hate isaac <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because that is what Styles took from that.
0: Of there is one thing Styles yeah. knows in life, and that is that he hates Isaac Leahy.
3: <laughs> who is miscellaneous house.
0: I like to think he's a Slytherin.
1: Maybe he's like, maybe he's a Squib. Maybe he's Mister. Maybe he's filched in this thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe Isaac was the he
0: janitor I was all along. Isaac
3: as a Hufflepuff, but like, maybe yeah, he's smart enough to it. be in Ravenclaw because he's just like, yeah, I figured it out. What up, bitches? And then leaves. And styles,
1: having a little friendship is the cutest thing ever. Oh my gosh, okay. I cried. Can talk about that for yes. a second? Yes. Okay, I just love, I love the way that the author incorporated like all the people from like Harry Potter canon into this without being tacky. Like, you know, crossover fic is usually yes. so tacky and it's like, mm-hmm. we're going to save the world together. But this was like post-war. So, um, oh, so Harry Potter and Hermione too. are like, they're like grown up. They have jobs. They're like well-established in their careers. But like the first time they meet, um, at like a Christmas party, and they just like they're such good friends. And then Ron like realizes that how smart Lydia is when she's talking to Hermione in like three seconds, and he's like, "Oh, dude, you picked a good one." And then he just like ships he ships them so quickly, and it's so beautiful. And then he gives Styles like wizard. What is it? Weasley's Weasley's Was Weasels? Something like that. Um, he gives him like gift cards there when he Oh my gosh. And it's just the best thing ever. And I was literally It was just so nice because that's exactly how the, those interactions should be, if like that ever was. Very to brief. It was uh, yeah.
2: so subtle. It was great. Yeah. I, I loved when Lydia and Hermione were talking. and They were complaining about the fact that the Wizarding World is so slow to accept yes. Muggle tech that's actually decent. Uh, it was just—it was such an in-character thing they would totally complain about together and b- yeah. be baffled about. It was you know, yeah. so subtle. Yeah, and like really as liked, a Hermione like, shipper,
0: they, I was just like, I was gone. Like I cried the both times I read this fic. I as soon as ron and harry like do that like high five where when they're trying oh to get gosh. styles where they're, they're trying to get jackson like away from lydia and like lydia. stuck in a conversation with someone really boring and i'm like oh my god ron ships cydia and i just started like I, I cried
1: loved it i really loved that they didn't try to take the route of like trying to fit the plot of harry potter like into the teen wolf world and they just like used it and it just works like they use the marauders plot kind of because mm-hmm. it's like scott turns into a werewolf yeah, and they have you can't to help lose it. that
0: what I Really loved about this fic as a whole was that like styles and Lydia's brain seem like a whole like consistent relationship. Like not even Styles yes. and Lydia. Styles and Lydia's brain, it's like constantly brought up. How I he feels it. about it. ship Styles with Lydia's brain. brain too. Like, yeah, endgame. <laughs> I love that. So, okay, let's talk about like Styles and Lydia now, because I feel like they're a big part of this fic, maybe. I feel like I this, maybe. Do you guys want to talk about like scenes before their relationship begins that are kind of your favorite scenes um, that they have together?
1: Okay, uh, I th- I have a lot, but I guess a lot of mine were, like, how something that happened, like, early in the fic, like, got carried over and, like, was brought back up. Like, at one point, like, right before Christmas break, um, they're going Christmas shopping in Hogsmeade, like, everybody is, and it's they're going separately, but then Styles just happens to run into Lydia at Hogsmeade, and he's like, oh, yeah, and I have to go to Madame Puttifurt's, uh tea shop. And then she's like, wait, what? And he's like, I buy Melissa tea there, okay? She likes it a lot. And then he admits to liking the sandwiches. And it's just perfect how Styles is such a dork. And, like, Lydia just goes with it. <laughs> and then she's probably, like, buying something really excellent for, like, Allison. But she's just like, oh, you want company? And they just go to the tea shop. Even though you know that at that tea shop, they, everybody assumed there were a couple. And they probably had to do all these couple-y things And then I just really liked how, like, that was kind of the first time when they interacted with each other outside of the context of, like, working on the potion or working on homework, and um, that was just beautiful. And then the fact that she remembered that he liked those sandwiches and then brought him some for Valentine's Day. (laughs) And it was just, it was so great. And I like how the author, like, took little things, like little details, and then brought them up again later. I always like that, when you don't just, like, throw something in and then forget
0: about it mm-hmm. yeah the best part of the scene in the three room sticks is that like styles hands lydia the sandwich uh like some sort of
1: pink coconut pink ice. Cocon- yeah, yeah coconut from ice, from, from
0: honeydukes and she hands him the sandwiches and it's like this wordless exchange that pisses off jackson yes and, oh and gosh, i'm just like i am always so here for pissing off jackson whitmore
1: yeah. And it's like, he d- they don't even need words to piss him off because he knows that they're in love. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's totally why he's dating Lydia. It's because he thinks she's in love with Styles.
3: Um, yes, listen. No, i have a bit more is overcompensating for something and we all know it.
0: Is it because he's a lizard? Yeah. <laughs> I really loved- well, something that we haven't seen in canon yet, which I actually, like, really didn't realize I wanted until I read this fic. Um- is that th- there's this, like, scene where Styles is, like, lounging on the grass, like, the lumpy bean he is. I know, I'm just picturing Styles Zelensky, like, stretched out on a blanket, and it's sunny, and his shirt's kind of pulled up so you can see his happy trail. Anyways. I was to say,
3: this is gonna turn real soon. <laughs> yeah, um, and, like, and five,
2: four,
0: three. <laughs> Lydia, like, yeah. walks up to him, and he doesn't know it's her, and he goes, Please tell me you're Scott McCall. And she's like, sorry. And he's like, it's Lydia. <laughs> it's like, this will do. And then what I really want to see in canon is that, like, this is, the, I think this is the second time, or maybe, it's either the first time, they nap together, and oh my god, <laughs> like Styles and Lydia falling asleep together before they're in a relationship is, like, it seems so unbelievably, like, Lydia letting someone see her that vulnerable, she's literally asleep, like. He could draw a mustache on her face, but no, she sleeps next to him, and everything's good and blissful and pure. I just want that so bad. I want yes. I want them to, first of all, I want proof that Style sleeps, because I don't think he does anymore. And, um, True. True. And, and I, the
3: receipts are Dylan
0: O'Brien's eye bags. <laughs> don't get me started on Dylan O'Brien's sleep schedule, because I could go on. <laughs> and um, I just love, I just want them to nap together. I, I think that's, like, so innocent and beautiful, and I thought, I just loved it. I loved it.
2: It's just a gently intimate thing. Like, it's, it's, it's sweet. Uh, one of my favorite moments, I think, is when, you you had touched upon this a little bit earlier when um, you were talking about how he's so respectful of her makeup and the time she takes to put on it, and she, when she says, and they're they're in the hospital right after his dad's been injured, and um, <gasps> she says, I think I'm going to need one of your, your glamour charms. <laughs> And he takes extra time to put it on, and it's just that he's so respectful of um, the way she looks herself, and he wants her to feel good about herself, so he takes all the extra time to do it, and I think that calls back to when she takes the time to put on her makeup because Mm -hmm. she loves the process, and it's... Yeah. Instead of just, like, making
3: her look like she slept, which is kind of what she was asking for, he knows Mm -hmm. that she would also like it if, you know, she had a little bit of rosiness to her cheeks, and she had a little bit of lip lip color. You know, red lips and rosy cheeks. Sit
2: down, Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, there was just that line that was, like, uh, he does the first cut all the time, but she's a better canvas. And Oh, he's so so cute.
1: It was was a sweet mental thought. I was like, dang, Styles is smooth for, like, the first time ever. (laughs) My favorite scene uh, for Styles and Lydia, I think
3: is going to derail this conversation a little bit. Um, it's the toast scene. I wrote that one down too. <laughs> Me too. And she's like, and he, so she comes over. It's the first time she comes over to sit with them at the Gryffindor table, I think. Yeah,
0: it's in the, way in the beginning she, of the pick.
2: Yeah,
3: yes. and so they've just started working on their project together, or they're just about, and Styles freezes with his toast halfway to his mouth, and it's just kind of like, oh, hi. And then she looks at it and takes it and goes, oh, I like strawberry jam and butter on my toast, too. And she just starts eating it. And the next line is, I perfected that piece of toast, he says weakly. And um,
0: And Scott's, like, gasping. Yeah,
1: and he's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta do a thing. And he just, like, leaves because yeah. he shifts it so hard. Them. But yeah. the nice thing is that,
3: like, Lydia's not doing this with torment Styles. Partially she is, but she's coming over to say, Thank you to him for talking to Allison about um, how she lost her mother the previous year and sharing a little bit about how he lost his mother. So I thought that it was a really just, like, on the whole, a really sweet scene, again, showing, like, the pack's closeness and also Lydia flirting with a teasing style a little bit. Like, 10 out of 10, all great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that there's no malice behind it. She just steals his toasts and it's beautiful. Yeah, so
3: yeah. she's just, like, She's messing with him a little bit
0: because she can. She's comfortable. Oh, that's a, that, yeah, that's a point. Is that she like she does get and you can see it's really fun to see the evolution of Lydia's comfort around Styles from the lens of Styles because this fic like it's 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 hugely a slow burn. Lydia does not begin the fic feeling anything romantic towards Styles and like it's not like it happens in the middle of the fic. It happens very 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 slowly for her in a way that really beautifully reflects canon. And there's a lot of stuff in here that beautifully reflects Canon but I loved the little details of Styles noticing Lydia falling in love with him and not realizing that he's noticing Lydia falling in love with him. There was so much of that and so many things that the reader goes, oh, but Styles is like, well, I don't know what's going on. I just saw this Shh. happening. She's like maybe she
3: tolerates me now. Yeah, that's his his thought processes. I think we're kind of friends now. yay. Hey, which is true, but that's not, that's half of it, buddy. Whereas yeah.
1: Lydia's
0: like, I wish I was that toast.
2: <laughs> well, she's eating it, not him. Well, when what he, she when when he eats his
0: own toast, which he does a lot. Yes. Yes.
3: Yeah, no, seriously, when I was trying to find the, the toast scene, toast is mentioned like 10 times before that <laughs> scene. So toast is a character in this spec, and it is a very important one. So Rachel said before that Lydia's character really goes through this transformation in the thick and that is something that i really love when writers do is sort of take her completely from one place to another and like when we first see lydia on the page uh what she does is offer help to styles because he looks like absolute shit scott has just been bitten by a werewolf and he's coming straight from saint mungo's to buy every book he can buy with like three dollars to his name uh And he runs into Lydia, and he's just so tired he can't keep his cool. And you know he looks like crap, because Styles acknowledges this, is Lydia just, like, talks to him and asks how he's doing without him even really wanting her to. And the next time he sees her at school, she pretty much says, I know what's up. You weren't subtle. I know know what's happened, and I'm willing to help you. And that's something that I don't think we would have seen in... Beacon Hills, Lydia, because she's so much more. Like, Scott and Styles are on her periphery, and she's not interested in them. But like, it shows how much more integrated Hogwarts is, and how she, like popular Scott is, which is mentioned multiple times in this fic. Like, Scott is well liked and popular. Um, he may not be like social status popular, but like you talk about Scott McCall, and everyone's kind of got positive opinions about him. So I thought that was really great to still have Lydia be sort of, like, an ice queen, as Rachel likes to refer to her, but she's willing to to branch out and help these two because she knows and values them as
0: people. You know, another thing that's interesting there is that, like, she's been friends with Allison since they were 11, and, like, we don't have that dynamic in canon, which is really, but it's really cool to see it in the context of this fic. It's it's cool to see the closeness. And I think that some of the things that we see that are different about Lydia could have to do with the fact that Allison's personality might have taken way more of effect on her than we way ever saw in canon. Of also, she yeah. must have spent more time around styles in this context than she did in canon because, stop. Styles said in the fic that Scott and Allison basically like met when they were 11 and fell head over heels in love. So, like, Allison and Scott must have spent a lot of time together, and Styles and Lydia were always tagging along. And, like, Lydia must know way more about Styles than she does in canon. So, I think that that makes it even better because he's always been this guy who's like on her periphery. And then this like travesty happens to Scott McCall, just like it does in canon, but it manifests in a very different way because the dynamic is so shifted.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. Allison is super important. For Lydia to have as a friend. For Lydia to have a friend is important. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I, I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, uh, and we're being salty. <laughs> 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 um, so let's move on from the salt to talk about Styles's lack of salt. Um, uh, I really loved how this author, Miss Goalie75, um. Portrayed his jealousy of Lydia and Jackson. It was it was done in a way where he knew he wasn't allowed to be jealous, and he was he wasn't really, but he was because he wanted to be with her. But at the same time, he also wanted her to be able to make her own choices. Um, and he never like viewed himself as a contender for. Her... I don't want to say affections because that sounds weird, but affections. Um, he was never
3: like, any day now, Lydia's going to break up with Jackson for me. Yeah, like, it wasn't any about him. day now, It was always, if she's going to break up with Jackson, she realizes it's because he's awful for her. <laughs> yeah.
0: And he wanted to protect her. He wanted her to be safe. Like, emotionally. And that came through a bunch of times in this fic, which I just appreciated it so much. He was so mature about it. A plus. Yeah.
1: Like, there's one part where he's like, he he like wants them to break up, but not because of Jackson he wants it to be because of Lydia, because he doesn't want Lydia to get hurt.
0: <gasps> Lydia noticing Styles' eyebrows after his aberration test.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. She noticed that he was missing oh. two eyebrow hairs. <laughs> and he just like he just like sits there and he's like, what? He just and everybody's like, what's going on? And he like can't even put it into words. He's just so like He's like, oh my gosh. How and do like, I words? Yeah, it's like one of those moments when he's like, wait, maybe she actually likes me. I'm
3: like, she yeah. really pays attention to me. Oh yeah. my goodness.
0: Oh, it was so cute. Just the idea of him, like, realizing really slowly in, like, random moments that Lydia could like him back. And, like, ultimately the way that leads to him, them having this, like, unacknowledged thing thrown between them that, like, he kind of, at, at one point, like, by the time they go to her dad's house in France for that, like, dinner with the family, like, Styles kind of has this, like, okay, Lydia's kissed me twice at this point, And, like, okay. she's invited me to dinner with her stepmom and her dad. Like, there's something here, and he's not going to put a label on it. He's waiting for her to. And, like, she does when she's ready. <laughs> like, it's about when Lydia's ready. And he, like, literally asks her, he's like, are you ready to, like, put a label on this? But they didn't put labels on it after they made out the third time. No, they, didn't they did it in the even, next scene. And then when they
2: did do the labels thing, that was such a great scene. Yeah. It was literally just labels shouted at
3: each other.
2: Girlfriend? <laughs> and and Boyfriend? I just find hilarious. Did you two actually just
0: confirm being in a relationship in three words? Do we want to talk about our favorite, like, scenes that they have when they're in a relationship? i'm like obsessed with the one in the dungeon where he starts making jokes and he just like no
1: that was a good scene he just
0: like rests his head on her stomach and they both laugh together and i really appreciate that because it's like one of those really small intimacies that like we as viewers of the show will never get to see because they're never gonna like have styles like making lydia laugh while she's half naked but it's like one of those things that i hope that he would do i loved how
1: like way back at the beginning, like, the first time he talks to Lydia, and Lydia tells him that she knows what's going on with Scott, like, the first thing he notices is, like, oh my gosh, she has a computer in Hogwarts, and he gets, like, so excited about it, and she's like, yeah, because I'm smart, and then it just, like, doesn't get brought up again, and I was like, okay, that was cute, like, technology in Hogwarts being acknowledged, and then, like, near the end, she's like, okay, now that we've got the, like, Animagus thing down, like, okay, my new project is getting Wi-Fi in Hogwarts, and then the fact that they can just, like, jump on that together mm-hmm. instantly, and, like, there's always going to be something that they do together.
3: What, the what built their relationship is what ended their relationship. Yeah, like, there we like, go. in the fic. Like, it started out with, like, we're going to work on this together, and then it ends with all four of them, like, we're going to figure out how to get the internet in Hogwarts so we can tweet during class.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and just, like, uh, technology at Hogwarts, like... Um, Not even so much with Styles and Lydia, but just, like, in general, how Mm -hmm. the author showed, like, how Hogwarts has changed since the war. And, like, how this is actually a thing that people would even consider making a reality was really cool.
3: I mean, Scott and Styles text each other heart emojis are... Okay,
1: probably, like...
0: That's the reason technology was invented.
1: Scotty boy. (laughs) Scotty boy heart. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. When... okay. This does not have to do with Stadia, but after Ron Everything. gives him that um, gift card, after he accidentally rats out Styles to his dad, and then the first thing Styles does is text Scott. He's like, guess what I got? And he was like, what? And he's like, when can we go? And he's like, tomorrow, spelled with a two. I was like, oh my gosh, they're such dorks. Can I talk about, like, the kiss scene at the wedding? Yes. Even though it was, like... Yes. About- okay. Okay, well, I just love that it happened, like, after she was able to transform into an animagus and it's so, and he doesn't even expect it to happen. And he's just like, Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. You did it. And then she just kisses him. And, and now like,
3: you're
2: kissing me. I'm so proud of me.
1: Yes. <laughs> speaking, speaking
2: of animagus, when, when dingo ate my baby, I, oh. I, was, I was, I got so excited when he was a dingo and they're so adorable. And then I remember the dingo ate my baby thing. And just that she doesn't want to tell him when McGonagall's in the room. Yeah, it's like, Lydia, you know what I turned into, so you're going to tell me, okay, okay, I do know what you turned
3: into, but, like, I'm, I didn't tell you because I knew you were going to say something as soon as I told you, and the goes in the room, and he's just like, I have no idea what scenario would cause that to happen, and the second she says Dingo, he just goes, Dingo ain't my baby there! And she, like,
2: lets him have his moment, too, and she's like, yes. oh god, I'm just going to laugh at you here, and it's going to be great.
0: Final thoughts, um, final thoughts about the fic, does anybody have any last thing that they wanted to bring up before we close this out?
3: This is a really easy read, um, it's not some, even though it's 40,000 words, it's not something that you're gonna think it's a chore to read, it's really fun, and I would definitely recommend it, because I think, like we've said, it's, it's a Lestidia fic, but it's got so much relationship between all of the characters, the core four, I should say, and, uh, Styles' dad and Scott's mom. Styles has made, made that- out
0: with at least three female characters in this fic that aren't Lydia. Like, it's brought up that he has made out with. Cora. Cora, Malia. and, Malia, and, Eric. and oh, Erica. Erica. And there's this one scene where, like, Erica's in love with Boyd, but there's this one scene where she, like, gives Styles money and says to him, like, buy yourself some chocolate wands. Just, like, give me a show when I'm in the three broomsticks later. And he, like, goes to the three broomsticks and, like, sucks on the wands in front of her. And Boyd doesn't even care. He's so secure yeah, in their relationship. Cool. Yeah, it's so,
3: awesome. like, you really, you'll be laughing at this fic. And like I, and like I said before a bunch of times,
1: this is very clearly post-war Hogwarts, and it's it's like it's like also really great as a Stidia fic because it has so many different aspects of their relationship. Like you get like caring about each other, Stidia, and then you get like banter and uh like being smart together and figuring stuff out. I love the way that they brought in the canon Harry Potter characters in the super subtle way. It was it was yeah. clever. Mm-hmm. It was it was yeah, brilliantly course.
0: done. I felt like the way that they the way they chose to bring the characters in, I thought was so well done. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh oh and. And the characters are, like, British, which is just, it's so great because it's, like, it's Teen Wolf, but in England, so then you can just imagine, like, Tyler Posey with a Welsh accent and, like, them speaking, and it's, like, even better as, like, Scott and Styles' friendship because they also, like, can speak in another language to each other and nobody else knows what's going on. And then Lydia learns Welsh so that she can talk to Styles in his, like, first language, and it's amazing. And just, like, the extra layer of, like the characters being themselves but also being british i was like read, i was just dying and like listening yeah. to it and imagining them having british accents on the show it was the scary. author absolutely did not skimp
3: on the work that went into planning the backstories of all these characters in the world of wizarding england which is amazing yeah.
0: It was incredibly thoughtful. The whole thing was so, like, there was so much love and care put into this fic, and, like, you could tell that, like, the way the fic was sewn together, the person who was writing it was just, like, interested in it, and, like really cared about it and wanted to make sure that it was good and I I appreciated that so much and it made me take my time when I was reading it like even though it's a very like easy fic to read I wanted to make sure that I caught everything because I appreciated how much effort it would take to write a 40,000 word Hogwarts AU.
1: Yeah it was so impressive too how she used Teen Wolf Canon and like a lot of the events in Teen Wolf Canon show up in this fic at some point. The
0: and Styles yeah, is yeah. drunk. <laughs>
1: yes, it's so great, and like she uses those scenes, but in the context of Hogwarts, and it works so well. And it's yeah, it's really cool to see that too.
0: There's one scene. There's this one like line that I think encapsulates their relationship perfectly that I kind of want to leave us on. Um, it says Lydia rolls her eyes at him, but he swears it's out of fondness.
3: it's true. That's where their relationship is pretty much for the entirety of the fic. That's
2: true. And honestly,
0: Teen Wolf, too. Like, that's, I think that it, I like the idea of them, like, being in a place where she can speak to him and, like, he knows that she cares about him despite the fact that her words aren't necessarily soft. This has been episode two of City of Cast, in which we talked about It's a Kind of Magic by Miss Scully75. My name is Rachel and I am Ron on Tumblr.
1: I'm Anya and I'm Style Still Likes Lydia on Tumblr. I'm Rosemary and I'm Row Your Boat on
3: Tumblr. And my name is also Rachel, but you can find me at Clary Failchild on
0: Tumblr. Next week, we will be talking about Voluntary Apnea by Laughing Senselessly or Wells Jaha's Ghost on Tumblr. So please read the fic and send her all sorts of love. It's an absolutely wonderful fic where, um, Styles and Lydia are sharing dreams with each other, and it is absolutely fantastic. The good shit meme was born for this fic, so um, we will see you on the other side of that painful onslaught of feels. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Yeah, it's not gonna be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. At Citya Cast, we review and discuss our favorite Citya fics. If you enjoy the fic as much as we did, be sure to leave the author some love and encouragement. You can find us on Tumblr at the URL SidiaCast or on Twitter at Sidia_Cast. underscore cast. A huge thank you to our editor, Rosemary, row your boat on Tumblr for making this possible. And to you, our listener, for tuning into this episode. See you next time.